Welcome to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. On this podcast, I'll be sharing the ups and downs of running a business, how to manage a great team of folks who are helping us grow that business, how to thrive as a husband and just be a better one for that matter, how to function with an 18-month-old running around driving sometimes you crazy, how to thrive as a man in this world when frankly we are lacking great role models at this moment in time. And I'm documenting all of this in a journey trying to find my place in the world. So if you're looking to grow your business, obtain financial freedom, figure out parenthood, up-level your life, be a better person, or frankly, how to be a badass, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. It is Mike Watts. I am coming to you after uh, from Maine. I'm just like in my house. Finished eating. Penelope's taking a nap, which is awesome. I'm going to in between eating some more food. And wanted to give you guys an update on what's happening in the life of hashtag lifers. So we've talked a lot about a lot of things. I have told you... Uh, the house situation about a week ago. So I gave you the three scenarios. If you remember that, we have, and now I can actually announce this. For any of you who follow Kate's on Instagram, she announced this yesterday and I did an Instagram story about it. But um, yeah, the three scenarios were number one is we buy the land for our home. Number two, and I'm going to tell you what we chose, what we decided to do, and why, because I think it's pretty. Uh, I, just, I think it's a good idea because sometimes we get really stuck on the way things – we try to force them into reality, right? So that would be number one is we buy the land. Number two is we buy the house and the land that we designed. And number three is we buy the spec house. So those were the three things that I left you off last time about a week ago. And then we ended up – what we ended up doing was we bought the spec house. So here's the reason why and what we – as our mindset, we went through this situation. Um, number one is we looked at the spec house on Friday. Uh, I'm just going to say um, – it doesn't matter when you're listening to this. But basically about – on Tuesday or Wednesday, we got the pricing back from uh, the builder. So a week prior to that – to the Friday, let's just say Friday, in a week, about a week, week and a half prior – we got. We were sitting in our builder's office, and we're going over the pricing for our house. So, for those of you who've never built a home, neither have I, and still to this day I have not. So, I, I, I'd say what we're buying the spec house, it is fit. It's not finished, so it is going to be brand spanking new. Nobody's actually lived in it, um, but that's not building a house from ground zero. Basically, you have to plan your house out, but you don't know how much your house is going to cost until you get pricing on it. So. Things like that. It's same thing with like a website. If you build a website, you have an idea and then you want somebody to design it, et cetera. So, but way more complicated um, because it's physical. The website's digital. So it's very easy to change things. You can't build and frame up a house and then, you know, change a room or something because you have a foundation here in this, in the Northeast, right? Well, you can, but it's a little bit more complicated anyway. So we sat down with the pricing with the builder and it came out way more than what we wanted to spend and our house was only 2600 square feet is what we were designing we couldn't figure out why it was costing so much for 2600 square feet the one issue is that here in maine right now there is a massive building boom taking place uh portland if you've been to portland maine 
lots of investment has happened in here recently because Boston and New York have become so expensive. So people are coming here to invest in. And it, frankly, it needs it. Like Portland's real estate hasn't done much in years. And they need more places for people to live. And it's old. Everything is old. And it needs a facelift. So people here in Maine like get all bent out of shape about it. But the reality is it needs it. Like <laughs> there's no if and or buts. I mean we looked at homes like there's houses listed here for like $800,000 in the town of Yarmouth where Kate grew up. But you walk into it and you're going to have to spend $200,000 just to fix the thing up because there's not much on the market. So people are able to charge a lot and people will buy. Some people like the old history of things, etc. Like there's houses that are $300,000 here and they require so much work, right? And it's because everything is so old and very few people have actually done like proper upkeep or done renovations and installed new insulation. So you just have like a, your house is cold. So there was a lot of factors when we went to look at buildings. So there was all these these processes and, and these decisions that we had to make about the direction we wanted to go. So basically that ended up down the path of where we ended up to buy the spec house. So we we're sitting in our builder's office. I asked him, I said, you know, what's up with the spec house? And he goes, well, we had an offer. We had a guy that wanted to buy it, but he pulled out. So um, it's still available, all that stuff. And I said, why is it? It was $15,000 cheaper than our house, and it was 1,000 square feet bigger. And I was like, why? How is this possible? And he's like, well, you know, I have to finance the whole thing myself because banks won't give me money for a spec home. He told us why it's such a good deal. And I was like, oh. It like put a carrot in my head, you know, I was like, hmm, gave me something to think about. So Kate and I went back, they had to fix the pricing that we initially talked about in the office. We got it back about seven days later, six days later. It was still more expensive. In the in the meeting in the office, the spec house was it was forty thousand dollars more. Um or excuse me, our house was $40,000 more than the spec house in our meeting. And I was like, we got to get this price down. There's no way. So they ended up cutting it down. And so it ended up being $15,000. Our house we were building was $15,000 more. That included the land plus the house than the spec house. And the spec house was actually on a more expensive piece of property and better location. Okay, So we're thinking this whole thing. So to make a very long story short, we went and looked at it on a Friday we decided Friday, like, this is probably going to be it. Saturday, we went back through it again. Um, we're like, we're in. Sunday, we put an offer together. Monday, we finalized the offer. We gave them an offer. Tuesday, they came back to us with a counter offer on pretty much every, we want everything we wanted uh, besides one minor thing. And we accepted the counter offer. And on Wednesday, we had a signed contract. It was either Wednesday or Thursday. Everything was signed. We were ready to go. So less than a week we made we literally we knew we were going to move we were going to buy this place the first time we walked through it um and it was just a better deal you know and that's like when it came down to it and we can move it in july so we move in sooner we get out of this apartment we're in currently we have to do, figure out the breaking the lease whatever that means um i kind of know what it means but not that you guys don't need to know that so it's just like Whatever. And so we'll make that happen. But I would just say we chose instead of sticking with what we wanted was to build this house that we wanted to build in the dream for that. It's like it our dream changed quickly and it changed very fast. And I think it's it's one of those cases where 
we have these ideas that we put on paper of the way we want things to be. And we get, sometimes get upset if it doesn't go that path or the way we think it should. And the reality was this house decision. So we bought the spec house. Like I said, we will move in in July. Um, for those of you that have known me for a really long time who happen to be listening to this, know I've been anti-owning a house for a really, really, really long time. Um, whereas the stupid decision and all this stuff, well, that kind of changes once you have a wife and a kid. <laughs> Oh, man. Yes, it does. Because I've moved. I think I'm going to calculate it up. But honestly, in 17 years, 16 years since 2001, I have moved, I want to say like 16 times, like 15 times, 13 times. It's a lot, you know, so it's a lot of moving. And when Kay told me, she's like, Mike, I need to be in one place for five years, a minimum of five years. And in five years, we can talk again. That doesn't mean we're not going to travel. It just means that we don't have to reload a moving truck and pick up and go anywhere again. And I, I get it. Like the stage in the life that we're currently at with Penelope. And I think it requires a reevaluation of life often, you know, is having a kid and we want to have another one and build our family out. Like stability is really, really important. And what's interesting about the place I'm at in my life, our business is growing. We just launched that awesome course origin. And the cool part about that is we, um, it feels good. It feels like the right thing to do. And I honestly need a place like my family can be at where, we can grow into that. And it's also, we've wanted to build a commune. Like we've, I've moved so much, but I don't have community in all these places I've moved. Like the last house we moved into, I did a whole podcast episode on leaving 27 Underwood, just leaving that place. Like I'm not, I like, I mean, truthfully, like I don't miss that house or the, like I was never really connected to the people on the street. You know, I was friendly with them. We were acquaintances. I would say we weren't really friends And it's just because – and it's like – it's hard because you – like I want to be you know friendly with them and I I like them and I still like them and I'll invite them to parties and send them Christmas cards and stuff like that that we still do. And if we see each other, great. But the reality is like we never really invested in that community because we knew we were leaving. You know, Kate and I knew from the time we moved in there that we were not going to stay there. And that's happened in Portland. That happened when I lived in Arizona. That happened when I lived in Florida. But like being moving into this new house that we are building, and the cool part is there's still a little bit of stuff left that we can pick. The one thing we've realized is that our designer at the time was in a gray mood. I don't mean like a uh, like a bad mood. I'm just talking like we've noticed there's a lot of gray in the house. Um, so Kate and I are gonna whatever we have to do from this point moving forward to get rid of the gray, like no gray paint, any of that stuff. So it's we've just really realized from that this is a place in this neighborhood will be that community. It's where we're going to invest in this community. That's where we can put our time. It's where we can learn more about it. And so every town I've been at and lived at, like, I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. I know it's a place, a temporary place, but this is a place to really quote unquote, put your roots down as they say. Right. And so this house, it is not everything that we want. Like, the way the master bedroom is laid out right off the living space in the in the first floor because the one thing i realized looking at homes is people don't want to walk upstairs for a master suite anymore 
So they build them all on the first floor. Like that is not our ideal scenario. We do not want that. So we're actually creating like an office suite for Kate. It's re- it's going to be dope. Um, she's going to, it's going to be super dope. So that's going to be awesome. And then like, we're going to just kind of design it the way we want to design the house. And we don't, you know, or, or really make it work for us instead of what we, what we designed before was exactly what we wanted. Like our master suite and our, our house we designed was sick. Oh my gosh. The bathroom was amazing. The closet was awesome. Like how we were going to map it out was fantastic. And like, that's not happening in this home, but that's okay because it's going to be better than what we actually wanted and the way the layout is and the way we'll structure it. We don't really know right now. Like we're going to, it has to be developed because the house that we built and drawn, like we spent five grand, if a little bit more getting drawings done and working with a woman to design this house. And you know, that was like, it was great. And we were really invested into that. And this house is, is being built for us. We can make some minor changes, but the majority of the stuff's already been ordered. It's already ready to be installed. Like the kitchen cabinets are already in, you know, like, and luckily we like them because that would suck. Um, like the color they picked and stuff like that, the bathroom vanities are in and we like those. So what they picked was really, really good because a spec house, you're basically building it. You're buying it what the builder wants, but like there's some kitchen countertops, the backsplash tile, like those those options are still available to to pick. So we're looking forward to that as well. Um, but yeah, so that's the reason we uh, went with the spec house. I'm super pumped. Like, oh, I just I like going over there every single day. And Kate was like, I'm good. Like once or twice a week, I don't need to go every day. But I like love going over there. It's so much fun. And like I know, and like I want to talk to our builder to be like, what can I help on? Because I want to help you know, like cut some wood or something like just build a little piece of the house as we go. So I'm pretty excited about that. Sorry. I was pausing there because I thought I heard Penelope up, but I don't think she's up yet. So no, it's a dog outside. That's it. That's the deal with the house and super pumped about it and really, really excited. I will do a, uh, a tour. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, follow me on Instagram because r- soon I'll do a Instagram story of the place. I'll walk around and we'll just kind of show you the stuff. Um, yeah, it's going to be dope. I'm super pumped about it and really looking forward to like having that be our home. It's going to be – there's going to be so much partying, like not the partying I used to do in college but like friends and guests and people to stay over and – there's a guest room in the basement and we're thinking about getting it finished and we're going to price it out to see what it costs because it's just done. You know, we don't have to come back in. There's no more construction and we're just really evaluating like, yeah, it's a little bit more money up front, but the reality is like it's done. Like we don't have to worry about coming back to it. It's just done. So anyway, and those are, that's another decision. So I would just say like to sum this whole thing up, it's it's like making quality, quick decisions and knowing – and I think the whole build-up process of designing that house, taking nine months to design this house that we wanted to do, it set us up to make an educated decision. Because if you would have asked me nine months ago to go into the spec house and this is what we're going to move into and this is the price we're going to pay like for it, I would have been like, no way. Like not going to happen. But after – I was like, no, we're out. But after all this evaluation of – Building a home, seeing the cost that it, that you run building a house, construction loans, going through that process, and realizing what we just spent on this place is a great deal. Um, 
it's really, really a good deal. So I'm super pumped about that, and I think that's where doing the work up front allows us and really taking action on what that is allows us to make the high-quality decisions. Yeah, so super dope. Anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to the Project Life with Mike Watts podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today on this episode and you want to know a little bit more about what I am using to help grow our business, to help myself become a better man, to help myself become a better dad, a better husband, a better human overall, you know, I'm all about team human. And that's what I really want to do is create a world that allows us to become better human beings. And if that's something you're interested in, head over to MikeJWatts.com. That is MikeJWatts.com. You can register right there for my email's newsletter. It goes out once a week. There's usually three to five different tools, tips, tricks, techniques that I've learned about this week that are really helping me become a better human being. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you over on MikeJWatts.com, and I'll see you tomorrow.